Hello friends, Crystal here, your Vibrant BF. And can I just chat with you for a minute? I mean, I know I come on here and talk about different things, but I really want this just to be me shooting off the cuff. Wait, flying off the cuff? No, shooting from the hip? Maybe that's right. I don't really want to do a lot of editing. I don't really do a lot of editing anyway, but I really just want this to be almost like girlfriend to girlfriend and we're just sitting back and chatting and I'm just really telling you where I'm at and how I'm feeling. How does that sound? (laughs) Great. Since I can't hear your reply, I'm assuming you are nodding your head like, yes, give it to me. So we are in the middle of a lot of retrogrades. My content here on the podcast is evergreen, which basically means you can listen to it anytime and it should resonate. I don't really talk too much about like seasonal things. Like I will say if there's certain, like I just said, retrogrades and things like that, but it's a pretty good shot. Whenever you listen to this podcast, there will be something in a retrograde (laughs) because it's just the life. But I don't want to do things necessarily pertaining exclusively to, you know, like March 17th, blah, blah, blah. You get what I'm saying. But right now, we are in a lot of retrogrades. There's been a lot of transition. We're going into the burr months. As I tell you, it's evergreen. I start talking about where we are exactly at this time of the year. (laughs) That's neither here nor there. The main point I want to talk about is there's a lot of transitions going on in the cosmos. So for myself, I just celebrated a birthday. And for me, my birthday is my new year. And Many people I talk to, especially those who are empaths and healers, they can feel like this upgrade. It's been a constant transition going on like life does, right? The only constant in life is change and transition. And the sooner you can kind of open yourself up to the flow, the easier things will be. You can take the edge off, not to say that it becomes easy, but it does become easier. So with all that, I am in this new space of WTF, like what am I doing? What is it that I want to do? And during retrograde seasons, it's a good time to really reprocess, reimagine, realign, readjust. It's a good time to see things that maybe aren't in alignment, but with that comes things bringing to the surface, things coming up to the surface. And you're like, wait, what is that? What is this fear? What is this trauma? What is this I need to process? Or who doesn't really fit in a line anymore? And it can be a lot and it can be heavy. And you can kind of, you know, want to kind of turn your face away from it. Like, oh, I'm not really going to deal with that right now because I've got other things going on. But the sooner we can really be honest and open and just take it as it is, right? Just say, hey, in life, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Another piece that I heard the other day, which I loved, is that everyone we meet is either a mirror, an expander, or, and I forgot the third one. I want to see a mirror, an expander, or a hmm. I can't. Re- I can't remember what it was, but it was so good. Anyway, this is what happens when you shoot off the cuff, I suppose. 
or shoot from the hip. Anyway, um, one of the things I really wanted to talk about was me as a human, me as Crystal, me as the vibrant BF, me as the cool aunt, the Gigi. I'm not a, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. I'm actually a little bit of both. But either way, I wanted to come from that space. So if you've ever met me in real life or we have talked intimately offline, if you will, like in the DMs or over Zoom or chat or WhatsApp or whatever, it doesn't take long to kind of understand my vibe and my energy. And one of the things I used to say is I consider myself an expander. I consider myself as a person who wants to help you upgrade, right? In all the things. Like, I'm a very creative person. I love beautiful spaces, beautiful things. For example, beautiful cookware is like my jam, beautiful meals, beautiful outfits, hairs, makeups, rooms. And that's all relative, right? When I see women And I think all women are magical and beautiful. And a lot of times they have forgotten their magic, their beauty, their power, their worth, but I can still see it. And how we show up in the world, like how we present ourselves, says a lot about how we are feeling internally. Now, I'm by no means talking about going full glam and getting dressed to the nines and feeling completely empty and broken inside. I know people put on a facade and a mask. I absolutely understand that. And I also understand that if that's not your jam anyway, and you love a clean face and natural beauty, wonderful. What I'm talking about is how you are carrying yourself, right? And if you're wearing maybe in your maternity genes and your youngest is five, it's a good indication. I apologize in advance if I'm stepping on anybody's toes. I'm saying this with love. It's a good indication that you have, excuse me, that you have lost focus of your beauty, of your worth, of your power, of your magic. And you've gotten caught up in taking care of everyone else and not yourself. The last time you bought yourself a bra was two years ago. The last time you got new underwear was three years ago. Whatever the case may be, you're not taking care of yourself. You're not focusing on yourself. You have gotten caught up in life. And I understand it is a lot to take care of humans and a household. And if you have a partner and if you have your own career, I mean, it's an insurmountable task and it's very unfair And the emotional toll alone is exhausting. And then when you put the physicality in there, it really becomes unbearable at times. So yes, you haven't gotten new panties in three years. No kidding. I can barely get a good shower where I feel like I can shave all the things once a month, if that. So I absolutely hold space for you. But I want you to know that you are worthy. You are worth it. You are valuable. And you need to treat yourself as such because guess what? People will treat you the way you treat yourself. So when you are understanding your value and your worth and your magic and your beauty, you're going to project that out. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have 
the best of clothes, the nicest of shoes, cars, houses, all the things, but it's an energy that you are projecting. Now, for myself, for the most part, I always understood that I had to keep a small amount of crystal. My mom was a very much traditional, she wasn't a 60s housewife. Obviously, I'm not that old. However, not to say that's old, but I'm not that old as far as being 60s housewife. My mom was born in the early 60s, but she held the values that, you know, it's all about the family. It's all about the kids. And it was actually to a deficit to herself. And even though I always seen my mom presenting herself like in a good way, like she would tell me and my sister at the time, we were young, maybe like six or seven, that, you know, it's important that you put on, you know, a nice shirt, and maybe put on a little lipstick when your husband comes home. That's the type of mom she was. And to make sure you have a good meal and things like that. So she did, of course, take care of herself. However, I could see even as a young child, the emotional strain and drain of her day-to-day life because it was all consuming. And I remember as I got older that I was like, you know, I think it's really important that moms think about themselves (laughs) and do things for themselves. And it's not all about the kids. And I remember telling her, you know, like, I... I'm Crystal first before I'm a mom, before I'm a wife, before I'm whatever. I'm Crystal first. And she was like, you know, that's a little selfish and it's about the kids. And I mean, this is many, many years ago. However, I always held that belief. And even once I started having kids and understood the immense workload that comes with caring for another human around the clock 24 7, much less multiple humans, much less running your household for me at a certain standard, having a spouse, having a career, a job, whatever, having a person, trying to have a personal life and my own friends and family. I understood the task, the weight of trying to carry it all. But nevertheless, I still desired and chose to carve out time for myself, even if other people said that I was being selfish. I would take girls trips. I would have mom days. I am forever grateful that I had a spouse that I would tell them, say, hey, I am completely spent. I'm leaving this Saturday. I'm leaving. I'm going out. I'm leaving the house about eight. You know, I'm not getting up with the kids or whatever. And I'll be back when I'm back. And sometimes it was me just going out, having a coffee by myself, getting my feet done, maybe going to the movie or maybe even going grocery shopping by myself. But I had to have that time away. I did take trips away from my family. I made sure they had all the things as I got older and I didn't prepare as much with all the meals and outfits, but I created that space for myself. And I wanted to encourage other women to create those spaces as well. I've always been known as a person that dresses well, and I've had women for many decades say, you dress so great. I love the way your style is. Can you please come dress me? I actually at one point wanted to be a stylist because I'm able to see people in their true self and dress according to your style, personality, body type. That's going to make you feel just as beautiful as you are on the inside, reflect on the outside. 
And so when I would go out with people, I loved the fact that if they were coming out with me, they probably weren't going to wear their lounge sweatpants. They were going to put in more effort. To me, it was a compliment that they understood, quote unquote, the assignment. If you're hanging with me, there is going to be a certain caliber. You can obviously wear whatever you like, but I knew that they were going to bring their A game, at least their B game, because like, oh, I'm going with Crystal. I know she'll probably be dressed like, and that is a fact. And in that same space, I do that so that you feel seen and valued and loved. And I want you to take time for yourself and pamper yourself and put on that new lip gloss or those earrings that you've been wanting to wear. That is perfect. And in that same space, I want you to feel safe, to be open and vulnerable. Now, if you come in your sweatpants and a, and a ponytail, that is fine too. I will think no less of you. But I also love the fact that when you are around me, you want to do better. You want to feel expanded and seen and beautiful. That I believe is my intersectionality that I hold so dear and so close because I want you to feel seen and heard and I'm holding space for you. But I also want you to remember your magic, your power, your beauty, your love, your grace. And I am here to gas you up, baby. Okay. I'm here to gas you up. Baby, you look so good. Those jeans, that shirt, those earrings, that hair color, those shoes, whatever it is, you are doing it. I'm so proud of you that you took time for yourself. Like I said, it doesn't have to be heels and a dress and all that, but I want to see and let you know, and I want you to remember that you are valuable, that you are worthy to spend that extra time on yourself, that you should get that eyeshadow palette you've been looking at instead of buying your kid another pair of shoes that they could care less about or another toy. You deserve some new lingerie, some new panties, some new bras. You deserve that. And I love being that friend, being that reflection to say, yes, you are worthy. Don't get anything for those kids. Those kids have more than enough. You deserve something. When was the last time you bought yourself a new shirt? When was the last time you got your pedicure? When was the last time you had a massage? When was the last time somebody drove you around? Go get an Uber and meet your friends for brunch next time. Nobody drives. You sit back in the back on your phone. You have to take care of you. You have to love yourself first. You have to show other people what is acceptable and what is not. What are non-negotiables in your life? And I'm also that person that holds that space for you and sees you at your most vulnerable space that says, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I'm sick of this, I have nothing left to give. I can't even think about putting on any lip gloss, I can barely get out of bed, I can hold space for you there as well. And I love this intersectionality about myself because I'm going to see you at your lowest, but I'm also going to edify you as if you are in your highest. I love that. So I just wanted to share with you today that as a clarity coach, I I gave some more direction on what it is I do. As a clarity coach, I'm seeing you right as you are, and I'm going to create a blueprint of where it is you want to be. Because if you can desire it, it means it's already available to you. It's just you understanding your worth and your value, not what has been told that you are worthy of and what you should have or shouldn't have, but what you feel like. It's not lazy. 
to take naps. It's not lazy to leave the dishes and watch a movie you've been wanting to watch or read a book you've been wanting to read. That is self-love, which is not selfish. Anyway, that's all I wanted to share was just that I see you. I'm holding space for you. What I do is help women live in their magic, live in their highest timeline, help educate them on their bodies, on their intuition, on the power that they truly possess, create resilience in their nervous system so they're able to hold space for not just themselves, but those that they love. I want you to understand that you cannot pour from an empty cup, but more than that, you should be drinking out of it first. Be sure to follow me over at BF on IG. And until next time, friends, bye-bye.